Welcome to the Boss Life with Bonds podcast. I'm your host, Coach Bonnie, and I'm here to help you level up your mindset, your lifestyle, your career or business all the way up. That starts with your mind and your willingness to embody the most evolved and most expansive version of yourself. Each episode, I'll be diving into the topics you've been avoiding or that you didn't even know needed to be addressed. The topics that have created belief systems that have kept you stuck and that no longer serve you. I'm here to call you out on your BS so you can create a new mindset, a new vision, and ultimately a new life where you are the boss. Let's dive in. What's up and welcome back to another episode of The Boss Life with Bonds. I'm your host, Coach Bonnie, and today's episode is going to be so juicy, okay? Um, I was singing a little song to myself before I hit record and I was like, today's podcast is going to piss some people off and I don't care, it's my show. So um, if you are super... Um, religious or legalistic or just not open to understanding God on a level uh, that may be deeper than the way that you were raised, um, you may not resonate with this or you may learn something new and take from it and add it to your faith. This isn't to like make anyone uh, doubt or anything like that. I just want to expand the way that you are viewing um, your relationship with God, your relationship with your spirituality, your relationship with your inner power that comes from the divine, which comes from God. And then also uh, give you some lessons that I had to learn that were extremely costly and what I've learned from it and how I feel so much more peace. Now, before we get into the topic of today's show, um, I have about like maybe two or three points that I want to hit on specifically regarding your intuition, your divine creative energy and your your tuition, your intuition. However, I do want to share what's going on with me personally. So for the past two days, I've had some uh, sinus pressure, headache, migraine type thing and I used to have those a lot because of a hit and run accident, neck pain, yada, yada, yada. And what happened was um, I started seeing a chiropractor. He loosened it up. Now I don't get sinus pressure headaches anymore. Cool. But for the past two days, I've just felt so congested. And for those of you that are like tapped in, tuned into spirituality, you know that there is a spiritual uh, correlation to anything that we're experiencing physically. And so I, yesterday I took a mental health day, which uh, I don't ever do. I haven't had days off in I don't know how long. And I was like, I'm going to the beach. I stopped working at 2.30. I checked the weather. I was like, is, is, it, is it good? Is it Florida? I'm going to the beach. And the significance of that is this. For the last 10 months, you guys have heard me talk about one of my mentors that I have been working with, loved him dearly, super close. Uh, He taught me so many things that I just didn't know that I didn't know about business. And it really helped me out a lot. Don't regret our time at all, um, at all. Like there are so many things that he opened me up to see. However, his methods of coaching were ultra masculine, ultra traditional and ultra what you're doing is wrong, Bonnie. You need to do it this way. You need to be better at this. And that's, that's what a mentor does. So I did, I did hear that, but it was always like taking what made me unique, what helped me get successful in my business thus far and telling me that that was wrong. And I'm sitting here like a good student, even though I would combat him. Like I was very combative with him. We bumped heads a lot because he'd say stuff to me and my inner highest self was like, no motherfucker like this. But then also I'm sitting here wide-eyed like a child, like, okay, this man's very successful. Okay, this man, okay, all right, well, I'll, I don't like what you're saying. I think it's bullshit, but I'm gonna take it in, right? And so I spent a lot uh, this past year um, dumbing down, stripping away, 
the parts of me that have made me the coach, the woman, the the leader that people look to and admire, the 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 you know, like why people listen to me. I spent this last year trying to fix it, trying to make it look the way that he told me it should look, or trying to hide the parts that he said I shouldn't do, and just really playing like this contortionist game of trying to be my most authentic, strongest, powerful self while still also um trying to do what he says I should do in my business that I started because God told me to, right? Screw up number one. I stopped listening to my intuition and started listening to outside resources. Now, I'm not saying that you can't listen to your mentors and to your coaches, but one of the things that you need to do is always take an inventory about your values, about your morals, and about the calling that is placed on your life and what you have received from above, what you know God has told you to do, and then you can weigh it with that before just deciding, well, this person's smarter than me. Well, this person has more money than me. Well, this person's more successful than me, so they must know everything. That is bullshit, and that is what a lot of us do. So anywho, um, setting the scene for that. I, I wanted to, I, I kind of got into the, the show without, um, going back to yesterday. So I went to the beach, um, did some journaling, did some meditating, came up with a lot of clarity and a lot of things, uh, to move forward. And the, the sinus pressure headache, I woke up and I feel so much better. Like it's gone. And guys, I did everything for the sinus pressure headache. I did the nose thing, the nasal drip. I hate those. I did the blowing and blowing, even though I, I could feel it up here, I could feel it loosening up every time I hold one nostril and blow, but it wouldn't clear up. And, and I did all the things and it wouldn't go away. I went to the beach and I was like, all right, I'm gonna get some salt water up my nose and then it's gonna clear away. For whatever reason, the beautiful waves would not go up my nose yesterday. It was so annoying. But after I spent time and reflection um, in nature, in solitude, really just grounding myself, I got the answers that I didn't know I needed. And so um, that was freaking awesome. But the part I wanted to share with you guys, this is really funny and what prompted today's podcast because I've had this in my heart and today I just felt the need to let it out. I, um, I was out there in my, in my bathing suit, my little thong, and I was out there like just having, just having me time. And I turn around and I see this dude with a camera and I've seen a lot of people out on the beach with cameras because a lot of people, you know, if you're visiting the beach, you're like, hey, FaceTime live or hey, Facebook, look, I'm at the beach. So I didn't think much of it, but he was literally just staring at me like he didn't break a, he didn't like try to move it like, oh yeah, I'm pretending to take a selfie like I do. Or, oh yeah, I'm pretending to, you know, film something else. He literally was still just like, yep, I'm filming you, girl. I was like, okay. So I walk up to him and I was like, hi. And he's like, I got some really cool shots of you. And I was like, yeah, send them over. And it was just cool because I know Bonnie 10 years ago would have turned this into this whole thing of why are men always like, um, um, looking at, not looking at me, objectifying me. Like there's other women out here on the beach. Why aren't they? Like I would have made it into this whole thing because back then I was really stuck in this, like, um, the mindset that my church had the super, super purity, like, um, like women, you know, for example, I had a shirt on. You guys can't see if you're listening on the podcast. But imagine a baseball tee. You know, those 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 two colored baseball tees where it's like white in the middle and then like the sleeves are different colors. I remember wearing one of those to a church event and the pastor's wife came up to me. And at the time I was like, I was the jam. Like I was the youth leader that everybody wanted to, you know, like I was the cool leader. Um, I, like I was the junk. And, and she comes up to me and she goes, Bonnie, you're a leader for these young ladies. And look at you. You're wearing cleavage. You're showing cleavage right now. And she's all hysterical about it. My shirt was literally like the height that a normal baseball tee was. Like you couldn't even see my, like where the, where the crack starts. And she like berated me about my cleavage. 
And so for years being in church, one of the reasons if you guys ever hear me talk about the shame that I felt in church, it was a lot of inner shame of like, I'm not good enough or I'm not as pure as these other women here. And then a lot of it was craziness like that, like that women's bodies are, you know, like just so sinful to be seen and you can't dress this way because you'll cause another man to stumble. And that is some of the, 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 I'm still healing from all of that. That's why I'm so going so hard for feminine, the uprise of a feminine energy and power, because like that energy was suppressed greatly. And that energy that they look at as being sinful or being disgusting is actually something that God gave me, something that God gave you if you're a female. And I will get to that in a minute if I could stay focused. So back to the story. Um, I wasn't offended that he took the picture. I wasn't grossed out like I would have been 10 years ago because I'm not seeing life through that same perspective. In fact, I was like, thank you for the free content. I run an online business and I have to take pictures of myself all the time in public and pay people to take pictures of me. So thank you for the free pictures. Yeah, send them. And he's like, oh, what's your number? And I'm like, nice try, buddy. You can airdrop them. Smooth though, smooth. So I got the, the, the videos from him through airdrop and no, he didn't get my number. An hour later, I'm journaling, headphones on, I'm not even, I'm facing the water. My back is to, you know, the, the whatever. And somebody walks in front of me and stops and I look up and I'm just like, and he goes, how are you? Smiling, big as ever. Like if I, like if I haven't seen him in years, he looks so happy. And I'm like, I'm fine. And he's like, you are, he just started like showering me in compliments. Like you are amazing. Like you are hot. Like you are gorgeous. Like come up here and have a drink with me. And I pointed to my blue moon. I was like, I'm, I'm good. I'm already drinking. He's like, well, well, well come, ha- come have dinner with me. And I was like, I'm, I'm good. Thank you though. And he's like, and then he just, he took the gloves off and he went straight for the kill. He's like, listen, I'm out of town. I am working here and I have a room and like, just, and I just, I was like, I'm okay, but thank you. And he's like, I just, I had to, I had to come say something. And instead of being like a wounded feminine energy, which is where I was for years and being like, oh, how dare he? Or, or the other wounded feminine energy. Don't you see why, why can't men just not bother women and leave us around? Like, I do not subscribe to that at all. I'm not angry at men for shooting their shot because for all he knows, I would have been like, yeah, let's Let's do it, right? I'm not mad at him for shooting his shot. I'm not mad at him for interrupting me during my quiet time because you never know what kind of connections can be made. And and in fact, I walked away from that situation flattered as fuck. And I'm sharing this with a lot of my ladies because I've been talking a lot on my fitness pages about how we're afraid to say that we want to be sexy. We're afraid to say that we want to be skinny because now skinny has a bad connotation. If you used to be skinny, right? And now you're not, and you want to get back to that, but maybe with more muscle, there's nothing wrong with that. If you are 40 or 50, 60 even years old, and you want to work out to feel sexy, there's nothing wrong with that. I have a plenty of friends who are in their 50s. I got a 50-year-old friend that has her own, uh, a fitness uh, business. She does dancing, twerking, all that junk, is in shape like nobody's business. I I want to help you guys, like, I want to release you from this idea that because you're 40, 50, or 60 years old, you can't be a sexy female. Why? Why? Who said you had to get um, big and out of shape because of age? If you drink water, exercise, eat well, take care of your body, you will have this natural glow and your body won't age as fast. If you pray, you meditate, you manage your stress, I promise you, aging's not gonna hit you like it does other people, and in fact, you can reverse the aging process, but most people don't wanna do it because they think that becoming sexy is shallow. So I'll just I'll just do you know the bare minimum here and there because I don't wanna become you know sexy and be seen as shallow. Honey, that's your God-given power, right? You being sexual, sexy, sensual, that is a part of the way that the human body is designed. That's why women like women, even though they're not even really gay, because the human, the beautiful, the, the female body is beautiful. Men's bodies are pretty hot too, but there's just something magnetic 
There is something electric about a feminine body, whether it's perfect or not. So you denying that you want to be sexy because you think it's a sin or because you think that it's shameful, you're denying a very divine attribute that God put in you and has not put in men. So let me just start there. So I just really wanted to express how that perspective, if it was me years ago, I would have been in shame. I would have been out there crying and be like, God, see, no matter what I do, men look at me like a piece of meat. All they want to do is sleep with me. And because that was what I had been fed, like you're more than a body and this and this and that. And it was just, and because of the, oh, I can't show myself. And I would have viewed it through the lens of how, what am I doing wrong? Why don't men look at me like blah, blah, blah. And now I'm looking at it like I worked very hard for my body because he kept complimenting me. And I was like, dude, like I have, I'm a, he's like, what do you do? And I was like, I'm a fitness coach. I have an online uh, women's health um, business. And he's like, oh, I see. So like, that's a compliment to me. And we're some of you guys, it's been too long since somebody's complimented you on you. It's been too long since someone has said, you know, you look not just beautiful because you put on makeup or your hair looks pretty, but like your body. We've made it such a thing where now we're being objectified if someone compliments your body. Oh, don't tell me I look good. Men can't tell me I look good because he's objectifying me. Calm down, sweetheart. Like not every man is out here to just ravage you and make you to be this disgusting piece of meat. Some people are just admiring God's handiwork. Let it go. Okay, so I just wanted to set the tone for that. I'm going to move into today's uh, what I want to talk about now. And it's going to it's going to merge. It's going to merge that divine feminine energy and and how at mine was suppressed for so long. And that's why it took me so long to really step into my voice, step into my power. And as soon as I found it this year, I found because we repeat cycles, I found another male to step into my life and tell me how not to be. Now, if you, we rewind the story back to this time last year, literally this time last year, August, 2021, I was on the verge of a burnout. I was sleeping four hours a night. I was going live, um, probably at least like 10 times a week, maybe four or five for my business and the other ones for other coaches' businesses. I was helping uh, coach other online clients. I was helping coach uh, other online coaches, their clients. I was doing a lot and I just, and I was doing just so much. And I got to the point where like, I was like, I can't do this anymore. Like I'm, I can't, if this is what it takes to be successful or like I'm trying to build a name for myself and like, and like I was just freaking out and I went on my back porch and I was like, God help, help, highest self help, God help, right? So I go and I meditate on my back porch and I've shared this before, but for those of you that don't know, this was amazing. So I closed my eyes and I was like, highest self, future me, the, the highest um, manifestation of what God created me to me. I need tell me what I'm doing wrong. And I closed my eyes and what I saw in this visualization was me in a box. And I started to stand up out of the box slowly. And as I was standing up out of the box, dude, this Florida sunlight, she's acting. There we go. Uh, as I was getting out of the box, um, there were strings, all kinds of strings that were holding me down. One of the strings was church. I was like, this is why I had to take you out of church. I know that was such a painful experience for you, Bonnie, but I have so much more for you than you being a pastor of a small church or even a big church. I have so much more for you. You got it. You had to break free from that. I saw strings of my ex-boyfriend, the one from 14 to 20, who did very, who tried his hardest to beat my soul and my body down till nothing. It was like, you were, you were being held down by that. You had to let that go. 
And little by little, the more that I stood up out of this box, um, I would hear God's voice say like, you've been kept in this box of you can only be this kind of woman if you're a Christian. You've been stuck in the box of you can't be um, the social butterfly that you were called to be. And you're, you're the dude you dated through your teenage years, like beat your, your not your subconscious, but your personality down into uh, not what it should have been. It could have been bigger. It could have been flourishing. And, and because it got beat down so much, uh, you got, you had to break free from that box. Um, just all of these things. It was like, you, you had to break through the box of just being an odd, like all of the things I, I saw them crystal clear. And then I looked at where I was at in life and I was like, you're being held down because you are um, working in other people's businesses. You're being held down because people are your, your, your marketers and your coaches are telling you just talk about fitness because that's, what's going to sell. And that's, what's going to grow your business fast. And so you feel held back because you can only talk about fitness. And then you have your other page where you want to talk about life coaching, but people are saying, just talk about one thing because that's how social media pages grow. And it's true. But like, that's not who I called you to be. You've been held down by all these strings. And so this, 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 that visualization led me to to leave a lot of things last October. It's so funny how cycles repeat. Oh my gosh, if you're into astrology and if you're into spirituality, we're in a phase right now where cycles repeat. So this was me last year. I broke free and I was like, I was working with um, one or two coaches. I was working for them in their business. They were paying me to do stuff. And I was like, I can't do this anymore. I can't do this anymore. And I started putting boundaries up, right? It was awesome. What did I do the very next month though? What did I do the very next month? Guys, I just had a revelation. Every October and November, I end up leaving something and then picking something back up in November. And no, you guys are working through this with me. Um, I ended up hiring a marketing agency last year. After I cleared my plate of all the things that were stressing me out, I hired a marketing agency because I thought that it would help me, um, whatever. And the, the agency was ran by men, and there's nothing wrong with that. But I remember from the beginning, um, I was like, this just doesn't feel right. Um, like the way that they were helping me create content, the voice that it had, I was like, this doesn't sound like Bonnie. Like, can we make this sound more like Bonnie? Uh, the methods that they were doing, I was like, oh, this just doesn't feel right. And ladies in business, it is so freaking hard because all the models that we've seen have been from a masculine perspective and it's worked, right? Or has it? Because we're at a time in history where people don't want, like employers understand now, like you can't expect us to work overtime all the time and us just take it. You can't like expect us to not take mental health days. Like a lot of the old systems and a lot of the old paradigms that help build capitalism from a very masculine grind, 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 be small perspective, that shit's not flying anymore. Like we're not having it. So females in business, I know it's very hard to understand, like you need to run your business off of your intuition, but I'm telling you every time that I have listened, that I've decided that what my intuition is telling me to do is wrong. And I need to go listen to this man. And there's nothing against men. They just happen to be the ones that have been on the head of the food chain for, for the duration of history, right? Every time I abandon what I know to be true for myself and I go and I listen to some man that has built his business this way or whatever that doesn't look anything like what I want to build my business, I screw myself over. Okay, last year when I hired those people, I spent like $12,000 running Facebook ads and doing stuff and it when I say $0 in return, $0 in return. And it's not because it was a, a shitty company. Dude has a great company, but it wasn't for me. And, I, and that was a very expensive lesson to learn. And some of you have probably had some very expensive lessons to learn. Hear me, listen to your intuition. That was point number one. Well, it's not point number one, but that's example number one. 
Example number two, a few months after that, that's when I met the mentor who I had been doing. I, I was like, you know what? I'm going to create this course. It's called Boss Life Blueprint, and I'm going to pour my life's work into it. I'm going to pour everything that I learned how to master my mindset. I'm going to pour everything that I've learned about inner child healing and shadow work. I'm going to pour everything that I know about um, feminine energy, chakras, and, and connecting with God in a way that's deeper than just pray and go to church that is like, oh my gosh, and, and just pouring all that in and teaching women how to use all of these concepts to walk in their divine feminine energy and their power and manifest the life of their dreams. Yes. And I did that. And it was amazing. But then what happened? I stopped listening to that same voice. I stopped operating that same energy that gave me the strength to create that course. And I started listening again. I hired another video coach because I was, I didn't trust my intuition. I didn't, even though I had built my own business off of me going live and me speaking what God told me to say, I still was like, I don't know if this is going to be good enough. I need to hire someone. So I panicked and I hired this dude, right? And I'm not saying that it was a waste, like none of these lessons are a waste of money because I, I will pay for wisdom. But I'm looking back and I'm like, you didn't need that. You really didn't need that course, Bonnie. You did not need that course. And the mentor that I was with for the last nine years didn't pay him. That was like a real life mentor. His perspective of how I would become successful was through the lens of his own eyes. I need you guys to remember that even if it is a woman, even if it's anyone else, it doesn't matter, man or woman, like people don't see what God has put in you. People don't understand what God is trying to have you do. And so all this time I'm looking for outside help, outside help. And God's like, but I've given you the, 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 I told you what it's going to look like. And I told you what's like, just, just keep trusting your intuition. But because I didn't trust it because I was afraid it wasn't good enough because I, I don't know why, I don't know what I was thinking about. I don't know what I was thinking about. I didn't trust it. I've spent so much money and had so much heartache and so much pain this year, so much disappointment, so much backtracking in business, which isn't really backtracking because it's all a lesson learned. But so much of the turmoil that I have went through this year, all of it has nothing to do with inflation, has nothing to do with recession, has everything to do with me not trusting my intuition, everything. So now that I've laid the foundation for that, I'm going to talk, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you the three, um, three, uh, I don't even know, understanding your, your divine feminine intuition and, and understanding your divine feminine creativity. What does it look like? I could, I could teach a whole course on this and I have, but I'm going to break this down for three points. Number one, it looks like speaking your truth. Speaking your truth as a female is so important for so many reasons, but mainly because it's solidifying to yourself that your voice matters solidifying that you are valued. One of the key uh, needs of a female is to be seen, heard, and understood, aka valued, right? And so when we get into this place in our life where we don't speak our truth, in every situation that I've just mentioned, last November when I hired the marketing team and I would read the things that they were having me do and I was like, this doesn't seem right, this seems very masculine, but I did it anyways because I was like, well, they know more than me, they're more successful than me. What I was really saying was your intuition, your values, your views aren't important as theirs, Bonnie. What a horrible message to be communicating to myself. It'd be one thing if it was like, okay, um, from just if this is if this if we weren't spiritual beings and I was just doing that because it was just a business move, that'd be one thing. But the point of the matter is like this is a very spiritual business. And I'm a very spiritual person and so are you. You're not just a body and a mind, you also have a soul. And so every time that I decided to outsource my wisdom to a man, and I'm just saying man because we, we're made differently, really masculine energy, they have different ways about going about things. It has left me burnt out and like empty pocketed. 
Not because they hustled me or did anything wrong, but because that's just not what I was supposed to be doing, right? When we, when we take away our own power by not speaking our truth, we devalue our own opinion. We devalue our own like just being, right? I'm going to give you some examples and ways that you can practice um, speaking your truth in ways like that you're probably not even that been, but oh crap, what have I done? Oh no, the live video on Facebook just randomly stopped because I unplugged, what did I unplug? I didn't even know, that's weird. Okay, I'm going to get the Facebook feed back up before I keep going. If you're listening to this live, that was annoying. So weird. Oh my goodness. Okay. All right. Well, we'll start this back up in a minute. I was going to use this video too for um, the Spotify now let you upload podcasts as in video form. All right. I might actually edit this episode to edit out this chunk of information, but let's see what we got going on here. Let's try to get live again on Facebook. That's so weird. Why that would happen. Okay. All right, let's go. I have to do a title? Good God, Facebook. So annoying. I will probably load this up to YouTube and trim out the video and make it um, cost of ignoring your feminine intuition. We love technology and we are so thankful for it. (laughs) The cost of annoying your female intuition part two since Facebook just decided to get cut off on me. We're gonna try this again round two. All right, Facebook, that was rude. That was really rude. Okay. All right. Okay, so if you're watching... uh, Is it ready? Okay, if you're watching on Facebook, I'm so sorry that we got cut off. That was That's super annoying, but we're going to keep going because I was in a really good spot. Um, voicing your truth doesn't have to mean standing on a, a, um, a table in your office at your job and like acting a fool or like making a scene. When I say um, voicing or speaking your truth, sometimes it could be just learning how to politely decline things and say no. Everything that I just told you guys about all of my past experiences about outsourcing wisdom from sources that I knew were not me, if I would have just politely declined, like this sounds like an amazing offer, however, it's not in alignment with what I feel I need to do, I would have felt so much power. I would have saved over $20,000 this past year and hold on, hold on. But yeah, about $18,000 I would have saved in investing in, um, mentorships and programs that were extremely valuable, but I didn't need them because I knew what I was supposed to be doing, but I was too afraid to step into my power. So speaking your truth, politely declining. This past week, I've been promoting a challenge for I don't know how long. And it's been so funny to watch the responses of women. Like they'll come up with all these excuses like, oh, well, it's at 7 a.m. So I can't make it. Well, I'm like, well, there's replays. Watch the replay. And then they ghost. And it's like, if you don't want to come, just say I'm not interested. And that's not for me. That's for you. Like now, like now you're, you're having to go back and forth and feel, make up more lies and not be true to yourself because you're lying. And this can be in any situation, not just situations like this where I send you a DM and try to invite you to something where I'm giving you free value. No, I'm talking about like just being real. You don't want to go somewhere. Don't, don't make up excuses about your kids being sick. You don't want to go. Hey, I'm actually, I need some me time this weekend. I'm not going to catch up with y'all next week. Learning to politely decline 
as opposed to just like lying or ghosting or doing things that you don't want to do, this is one way that you can strengthen your connection to your intuition. Because if it doesn't feel good, right? And this is where I lose a lot of my Christian ladies because they're like, you can't just go off of your feelings. You have to go off of what God said. God speaks to you through your intuition. Like he built that in you for a reason, okay? So when you can feel something not sitting well with your with your sacrum, when you, when you can feel it in your solar plexus, wherever you tap into your intuition most, when you feel it in your body, we have this phrase in the spiritual space, if it's, it's either a fuck yes or a fuck no. So if you get asked to go somewhere and your first instinct is not, yeah, I really want to do that. It's like, Ugh, I don't know. Then it's a no. And then you can let them know later if you change your mind, as opposed to saying yes, so that you can people please. And now you're afraid to take back your yes, right? Speaking your voice is going to really help amplify. It's going to help. It's going to teach you to trust yourself. When you speak your truth and you politely decline, when you speak your truth and, and you let your opinion and your voice and your value be reaffirmed and heard, you really strengthen that connection to your intuition. Or if you're super biblical, it really strengthens your connection to God because it shows that you have trust and that you have faith moving forward. Point number two, um, the whole intuition part, right? I, I meant to name this creative energy, not intuition, because point number two is intuition, but whatever, we'll see how this works. Intuition is a bodily knowing, like I just mentioned. It's a bodily, it's a mental, it's an emotional, and it is a spiritual knowing that this is what you should do, even if you don't understand. This is why a lot of women have a hard time tapping into their intuition because they've either spent so much time in the physical space, the physical world, or uh, and they've never been spiritual, or they've spent so much time in the masculine-dominated energy, whether it's their family, whether it's corporate America, whether it's just the way that their life is set up, that they don't understand that they get to do that, that, that they get to listen to their body. Why? Because they've been denying the things that their body has been telling them from day one right? You deny your hunger cues, you starve yourself, and you wonder why you don't have a connection to your body. Your body's saying, hey, I'm hungry. And you're like, no, don't eat. You'll get fat. So now you're cutting off connection to your body. You're tired. No, you can't sleep. You got to work, work, work hard, hard, hard for the man because capitalism, right? You're cutting off your connection to your body. You're telling your body that what you're telling me, I don't want to hear. This is how we weaken our intuition when we ignore our bodily, our body's, um, it signals its cues. It's why it's so important for women to be healthy and take care of their body. Yes, it's about more than being sexy and having men want to take pictures of you at the beach without your permission. <laughs> yes, it's more than that. Because when you take care of your body, you get to listen to her. You get to understand and know what's right. Yesterday, I knew that if I were to keep pushing past three o'clock, that a real burnout was right around the corner. Because I've been there where my body's like, oh, you, oh, you, oh, you just going, oh, you going to keep on, huh? Okay. Oh, you're going to keep on, you're going to keep on pushing, huh? You're going to keep on working. <laughs> All right. I got something for your ass. You're not going to be able to work or do anything in your creative nature and power for a good year. Have fun with that. Been there, done that. I'm not going back to that. Intuition is, is the way that God reveals to you what's next. Why? Because it'll feel good or it will feel very not good, right? When I mentioned meditating um, last night or just in general, um, there's sometimes when I meditate and I'm not thinking about anything even remotely productive, like, or not remotely productive. I'm not thinking anything remotely spiritual. Like I'm in, I'm in another, I, I'm, I'm thinking about like real world stuff. When I meditate though, and I go in with an intention, like God, please reveal this to me. And, and for those of you that don't meditate and you strictly pray, I want to, I want to drop this nugget in for you. Maybe your, your prayer time is different. So, but for me, when I would pray, it was mostly talk, 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 ask, 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 God, I need this. God, uh, heal this person. God, fix this. Jesus, fix it. Like, you know, like it was a lot of Bonnie talking and crying and begging. Um, and a lot of it was for other people, but then a lot of it was for me. I never took time to listen. 
I never took time to really like receive. Um, when I did get moments of internal knowing and intuition, um, and they did happen a lot, but not like they do now, not in the way that I was able to build a business just off of my knowing this is the next step, go here, don't go here, turn there, right? So with that said, when you are going, when you're trying to build a connection with your intuition through meditation, it's super helpful for you to be in a place of good health, for you to be in a place where you have been listening to your body's cues. One of the ways that women cut off their intuition, and this is my personal experience, not necessarily for all women, is to not know when your cycle is coming. I have an irregular cycle, so it comes whenever the fuck it wants, but I never used to track it at all. Why? Because I was so disconnected from my body. Because I didn't like my body. Because after I had a baby and I had stretch marks on my stomach, I had disowned my body. Because growing up, I was told that my hair wasn't pretty, so I disowned my body, so I didn't like my body. And if you're into chakras, your crown is like the spiritual epicenter. Like, like it, it's so symbolic. And so the fact that I was so disconnected from my hair and how I felt beautiful in my hair, it was almost symbolic of me being disconnected from my crown, right? And and and, and my connection. Anywho, I'll talk. That's 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 super woo woo stuff. I'll talk about that some other time. Anywho, um, on my most recent meditation, this past week. I did another one like the one I just explained where I, I prayed and God showed me that I was in a box and I need to release some of those strings from the box I was in. The one that I did this week where I asked God, my highest self, to, to kind of like give me some direction because I don't know if I'm doing this right and I'm scared and I want to quit. <laughs> and the message I got, I got three very specific messages from my highest self. Nothing clear like, hey, don't make this move or hey, nothing clear, but clear enough. The first one was slow down which is why I stopped working yesterday at 2.30 on the dot, packed up my car and went to the beach. The second one was go within more. Duh, but it makes sense. I, I meditate uh, on a daily more for discipline now, but when I set the intention for wisdom, for clarity, it works. And so I'm gonna be more intentional with my meditations this week and go within more. I found myself going without more. I found myself looking. I did a reel on it the other day or a TikTok about how I've been focusing and measuring my value, my worth, my success on follows, likes, interactions, engagements, sales. And my highest self is like, dude, you're already successful in the present and in the future. You just are. Your success is inevitable. So why don't you stop? counting nickel and diming how many people didn't like your last post nickel and diming how many views your stupid reels and stuff are getting and just keep making content keep giving value keep giving the wisdom and pouring your heart out to people because that's what got you this far stop worrying about how many people saw it or didn't see it liked it and didn't like it because none of that matters go within more stop looking for external validation that hit me like a ton of bricks and i was like yes ma'am the third thing my highest self told me was stick with the ladies. And I'll, I'm going to look to wrap it up with this one. This isn't a jab at the men at all. Every instance that I just mentioned in this podcast about the men that I've worked with, none of them, I believe, had ill will for me. They were doing the best they could with what they have. But because society has been so uh, extremely masculine dominant, they don't understand how the feminine functions. They don't understand how we move. That's why they were burning witches at the witch trial. What are they doing? Manifesting stuff? What is this? Hang them, right? They don't understand how God made us because they silenced us for so long. And I love this, this, this uprising of the feminine energy now because you can't hang us anymore. <laughs> That's illegal. Um, 
you shouldn't you shouldn't be able to right um and none of those men had anything that they were trying to purposely like quiet within me except for my ex the one that literally was trying to like beat me into submission yes he he was he was crazy but also it had to do with him not understanding me oh my gosh he was a child i was a child we were in our teens he literally didn't understand what he was doing he saw this this big bundle ray of energy of a woman and wanted to control it because he was afraid he would lose it. So again, here's something that might help all of you. And I've said this a lot before. You have to start viewing people through the lens of everyone's doing the best they can with what they have. And so that's how I'm able to look back on these interactions with them and not look at them as they were trying to manipulate me or they were trying to do anything wrong. They were doing the best they could with what they have. Baby daddy, ex, he was doing the best he could with what he had. He didn't have the proper, he didn't have a man to teach him how to be a real man and how to value a woman and how to build her up, not beat her down. He didn't know how to value what I was. He couldn't value himself. So how could he value me, right? So again, this whole stick with the ladies thing. One of the, the great things that happened to me this year was that my the mentor I was with for nine months, he, uh, he pointed me in the direction of Sanira Mahani. And if you've been listening to my podcast or following my journey, I'm head over heels for that woman. She's the first brown woman of color in Orlando to become a, have a unicorn business valued at over a billion dollars. Like I look up to her. I took her course. Like I, I got to sit in a hot seat with her and lay my business out for her to tear apart. Like I'm, I'm a fan. And if it hadn't been for him, I wouldn't have found her. So I believe that everything does happen for a reason. However, um, she's created a community that I'm interested in being a part of. There's also another community called Self-Made Community. It's all female CEOs and founders, people who are building platforms, uh, organizations, brands, companies that don't look like stuff that's already out there. They're founders of a new idea, they're pioneers. And I joined, but I didn't pay them any attention. So as soon as my highest self said, stick with the ladies, I already knew right away what she meant. She's like, stop trying to find all these men to help you market your very feminine brand that is speaking, that is teaching, that is moving in a direction that is foreign to them. Stop doing that. There are women out here who are just like you, who are trying to break, build something from nothing that no one's ever seen, and you, they can help you. You can help them. But you keep trying to outsource your, source your wisdom, and you keep trying to deny. Why can I talk? You keep trying to outsource your wisdom, and you keep trying to deny the divine feminine that you have been gifted with. You've been enlightened. You've been awakened to it. It was suppressed for so long, and now it's here. Why are you running from it? So, that's what I wanted to, to shed light on for you, for you ladies today, right? Your radiance is magnetic, ladies. When you are alive and on fire and on purpose, healthy, well-rested, well-hydrated, fit, strong, confident, all of these things, you're up and, and you're connected to nature. I'm sorry if you're up north, uh, go play in some snow. I don't know what you guys do when it's cold. I went to the beach in November. <laughs> but, um, when you are all of those things, when, you, when you've been meditating, when you, um, you know, have your, your chakras are balanced, you don't have any nasal congestion, you don't have any like weird discharges coming out of your vag because that's also something that can be spiritual too. Everything has a, a correlation, right? When you are on like point, ladies, you are a magnet for the things that you want. That's what manifesting is. Because you're, 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 you're showing up as your highest self, the version of you that is confident, that is aligned, that is on purpose, that knows that her success is inevitable. You start attracting and magnetizing the things to you that will create that success that you're looking for. It's not science. It's, it's spirituality. But it's also a little bit of science because everything has a frequency and a magnetic pull to it. Ladies, your personal power doesn't get to shine 
when you are busy not tapping into your power, your, your personal power, your radiance, all of these things. When you look at other women and you're like, wow, I wish I could look like that. Or wow, she's so powerful. When you look at them, the reason why you don't have it is because you are neglecting pieces of yourself. You're neglecting your inner child. You never went back and healed that. You're neglecting your health. You're too busy. You're neglecting your mind. You don't read. You don't feed your, your mind at all. You, you let your mind just become a freaking shit show. Whatever negative thought comes in, you just let it sit there. Not only do you let it sit there, you entertain it. And not only do you entertain it, you let it invite its friends in for dinner. Your spirit. You, you, you don't go to church. You don't listen to sermons. Or you don't meditate. You don't tap into your highest self. You don't connect with your higher power and source. You wonder why you're not magnetic. You wonder why the doors aren't opening. You're wondering why you're stuck. You're wondering why you can't attract a mate. You're wondering why your business isn't going well. All of these things are wrapped up in the very fact that you are suppressing your divine feminine power. Last one, last little note I have written on my page. One of the things that we do where we have too much of our feminine energy is when we show too much grace. I can make a whole nother episode on this one but I thought that I should share this. One of the reasons why I continued to work with the male mentors for so long was because of my insane um, God-given uh, capacity to show grace, right? I think we get that because we're mothers, we're meant to be mothers, and the more grace that, that, that that's a very feminine attribute, it's a very nurturing attribute is grace. And so one of the things, one of the lies that kept me going back and repeating these cycles was the fact that I would look at uh, what they were doing and know it wasn't in alignment and, and just kind of trying to trust that this will work out somehow. But I would always tell myself this, well, I'm going to learn a lot from this. I'm going to learn a lot from this. So I'd always stay in situations that didn't sit well with my intuition because I'd be like, well, I'm going to learn from this. I'm a lifelong learner. I'm a leader. I got to learn. This is a learning lesson. But it's like some of those lessons didn't need to be learned. Right? Some of those lessons, my intuition was already telling me this isn't a good idea and I ignored it and went anyways. Because I was showing too much grace, I suffered through situations where I thought that I was being a good woman and showing grace when I was really just denying my internal or my divine feminine intuition. So ladies, um, if you can take away from this episode, I'm sure you have a lot of takeaways. If you are watching live, you feel free to drop it in the Facebook or the Instagram comments, like what stuck out to you the most. If you're watching, if you're listening to this on Spotify or, or iTunes and you really got some value from this episode, go ahead and screenshot that and post it into your stories and, and let people know. Um, last but not least, thank you guys for tuning in. Um, it's, it's this is my passion like I love this podcast I love this show I love being able to just express what I'm learning and learn and grow with you guys so it has been such a phenomenal ride I can't believe it's coming on two years in March it'll be here sooner than ever and we're gonna keep going strong thank you so much for those that support the podcast share this with someone that needs to hear this post it to your story and tag me that would mean the world to me have the best day of your entire life love you ladies to the moon and back peace oh thank you V this is going to be a good one. Make sure you come back and rewatch this from the beginning because I'd like the beginning, I think, was my favorite part. <laughs>